welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to your favorite podcast, Get a Bucket. I'm your host, Trey. Welcome back. Thank y'all. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Love you. Love you so much. Um, it's a raining day. It's a little chilly out there. You know, a little nippy. Um, <clears throat> it don't matter. Today is a good day, ladies and gentlemen. I don't care what the fuck is going on outside. It is the start of the NBA 2020 season. Day damn one, Vivian. Shout out to Will Smith. Now, there's a lot of things we're going to talk about um, today. So, you know, let's go ahead and get slide right on into them. I'm excited. Alright, so quarter one. I wish y'all had seen how big of a smile I just had, bro. Like, it was genuinely gigantic. Uh, quarter one, we're going to talk about the OKC Thunder. Um... I'm still kind of mad that that team like imploded. Let's take, let's take a little gander down memory lane, right? We went from Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Kevin Durant. Those are three former MVPs, by the way, dating back to 2014. Serge Ibaka, former champion or current champion, actually defending, and Kendrick Perkins. Yeah. Um. Now all they really needed was a, a center, and they would have been top notch in every category um they transformed that team over time into cp3 dennis schroeder shy gillian alexander danilo gallinari and stephen adams at least they finally improved the center position like like I said, that 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 I've been stating that for the longest when they played against you know Miami in 2012, 2013, that they just needed a better center. Also, James Harden could have you know produced a little bit better, but we're not gonna talk about that. It's another story for another day. Um, like I said, we transitioned from that great team, that dynasty of a team, the team where if you had just spent four million dollars on James Harden, you could have retained him. Team to what I just listed right there, not a playoff team in the West. <laughs> Possibly in the East, low tier, but not a play. Like they're in rebuild mode. It's it's actually insane. Um, I'm appalled. I'm I'm actually very appalled. Um, the OKC Thunder probably are not going to the playoffs. Like I said, uh, I actually hope they try to trade Stephen Adams and CP3 to try to re- like start the rebuild process a lot sooner. Attain draft picks or younger players do something of the sort. I mean, you guys had a nice little maneuver and you fucked it up. Badly. I I don't know how you can fix it anytime soon, too. Like, you're not going anywhere for anytime soon. At all. Sorry. Dumbest organization, arguably, over the last decade. Dumbasses. Alright, quarter two. Are we really about to extend the NBA draft? Like, is that really a thing? Uh, three to four rounds now? Like, bro, let's keep it a buck. They they cut so many people. It makes no sense. And you're going to try to add even more players. You're not getting a guaranteed contract if you're in third or fourth round. Well, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning and I piss excellence. If you ain't first, you're last. You know, don't talk about that phrase, trademark, not to use your tradition, Ricky Bobby. I'm sorry, it 
All this does is add more TV time for the, for ESPN. That's all it does to me. Now, um, John Calipari, the coach for Kentucky, you know, and Coach K for Duke, they are actually on opposite sides of this. <laughs> um, and it's really weird when you think about it because Coach Cal's, you know, know from the one and dones. You know, Coach K was known for the the four-year players. He kind of switched over to the one and dones. Coach K's kind of taking the side of, hey, Let's expand this bad boy. You know, it, it would be great for the G League. Coach Cal's taking the stance of, well, let's let's pump the brakes on that because now it is really going to be hurting college basketball. And his point was this. Let's say you go and you get into the third, fourth round, and you get slotted into the G League, right? Then you're going to be in there for like, what, two, three, two, three years? You might flame out. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, my dad once told me, hey, I'd rather you work at McDonald's than waste your time in college because you're just setting yourself in a, a, a deeper hole. So if you're not that top-tier player, if you're not an NBA-caliber player, it should help weed you out. Like, yes, you should go to college. I think so. Like, if you should have a higher education, um, but you can also go play overseas. Like there are other, there are other alternatives outside of the NBA to play basketball and make a living. You can also go into being an analyst and work or work in physical therapy and get your degree in that. Like there are vast avenues to go about this. So I get I get Coach Cal's trepidation. Um, I want to say I lean with Coach K. On this one, not because I'm a Duke fan. Um, it's really because I I truly believe that expanding the 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 draft. Yeah, like I said, it's not gonna add any value to the NBA per se. But you do you might get some draft. You might get some draft clout to the to the G League. You might. Um, you could develop the rookies there a little bit better. I mean, it could it, it could help the NBA. Get a little better. And then let's say, for example, the NBA is getting to the point where you might want to expand even further. You can use the G League players. And maybe they're good enough. I, I doubt it. I'm just throwing stuff out there. I'm just fishing. But it's not a bad idea. It's not. It really is. And then like, like I say, it, it, you, it, the, only, the, only, the main benefit really is G League. That's the main benefit. So um, it'd be extra, in, extra revenue for the NBA. That's always helpful. So I see why they do it. I see why they wouldn't do it as well. Like it doesn't really matter. It's it's more of those shrug your shoulder things. Yeah, it's a nice little tidbit. All right, so I'm gonna catch y'all with a halftime. Uh, we're gonna go right back to football. Um, did you watch the Cowboys beat the hell out of the Eagles? I was not expecting that. My family's all Cowboys fans, so when they're all texting and and and, and shit. I really wanted to just be like, oh, how about them Cowboys? But sarcastically, right, because they're losing. And the Eagles did not give me that satisfaction at all. I really felt like Stephen A in that regard. Um, I'm telling you, the Cowboys actually don't seem like... They're the most wishy-washy team where they can be like a really low team or a Super Bowl contending team. It's really weird. I don't know why they won't fire Jason Garrett. Um, It's really mind-blowing that they have all this talent. They've always had all this talent, but they won't win or perform to what they should do. I don't don't know. It is what it is. Um, And then speaking of other ass whoopings, bruh, 
the Patriots just beat the hell out of the Jets. Like, 33-0? <laughs> Six total turnovers, and four of them were, like, picks. Two fumbles. Damn. You know they are not getting the day off tomorrow. Like... <laughs> Like not they doesn't matter. Sorry. Like all whatever you I'm not a football player at all, so I don't know what the hell they do. Hurdles? I don't know. Like tackle each other. Like you gotta do something. And and Darnold, you got you, you might Damn, I I know you have mono. I know you're catching up, but fam, you can't be throwing that. You can't be doing that, kid. You from USC to represent, baby. Damn, Jesus. Mm. Oh, real fast too. I did kind of want to talk about this because uh, I, I did. This was this was kind of off the cuff, you know, off the hip a little bit. So I wanted to get y'all hip to how to eat unhealthily. Healthy. Hmm. That's right. I said unhealthily healthy. Like, for example, when I was trying to lose weight, I was trying to lose fat, right? I went to Chipotle. I had the brown rice. I had the chicken. Um, I had the the guac, uh, pico de gallo. No sour cream, no cheese. That joint hurt. Uh, however, you're not really supposed to go to Chipotle all the time, like which I actually did. Because, you know, it is a lot of sodium that's bad for you. Um, you're not supposed to eat, like, starch all the time, you know what I'm saying? Like, give a little different variety. I did have a lot of spinach in there, though. But, you know, that was one way to kind of get around it. And then I, I, I cut it, I cut my portions in half, and then I would just eat fruit as well. And then take a little spritzer, so get, like, a juice, and then maybe some, um, some sparkling water or some of that mixed together. That way you, you dilute the water. So now you have your juice, you have your fruit, which gives you your sugar, by the way, um, and then you had a nice little quality meal, and that right there could hold you for a little while. So that was one way in which I actually was able to cut back and scale back. Uh, another way, I actually loved smoothies. So if you get a little protein powder, and then you throw in some smoothies, make sure you put in your carrots, your spinach. I'm telling you, you will not taste it at all. Like, I do it all the time. I've had a few friends, and, like, they've had it before, and they were like, hey, it's pretty good. Matter of fact, one person I know, they've had carrots before. Or they don't like carrots, and, like, they liked it. The, the smoothie that I had, and they couldn't taste carrots at all. So you can you can put a lot of vegetables in there and get a lot of nutrients in those smoothies. Um, a peanut butter banana sandwich with honey. You don't got to put a lot of honey on it. And peanut, butter, and peanut butter and jelly sandwich in general, too. Those are great as well. But I like those. Those are great sources, those are great sources of nutrients. You got your sugar in there. You got your potassium. So everything's nice and clicking. Like just, a, you know, a couple key tidbits right there that you can use throughout the week, you know, unhealthily healthy, although a good amount of those were kind of healthy, you probably could scale, you probably shouldn't have, like, the honey, you know, like, maybe a few drops in there, but you shouldn't have too much, because, you know, you don't have too much sugar, so, that's all I had to say. Excuse me, just came back from the bathroom, man. Don't nobody go in the bathroom for about 35, 45 minutes. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back now. Now that I'm unloaded, let's go ahead and unload this whole NBA season premiere. That's right. 
It starts off with Toronto and um, the Pelicans. Now, notice my energy is a little low, right? Because the game took a bit of a hit. We don't have Zion in the game. That's right. I, I spoke about this on the last podcast. We don't have Zion. Um, it hurts. It does. I was, ex- I, I, was, I was excited to see him play his first game in the NBA. Uh, the defending champs, they get their rings. Um, it was going to be a good game. It was going to be an exciting game. The, I, I think the Pelicans are actually a good team. I think the Raptors are a decent team. Like, it was going to be an interesting game. But, you know, you're going to see Zion get 20-plus, right? Um, and then that was going to lead, ugh. Like, we were going to see so many out. We were going to see some oops. Gonna see some blocks. Gonna see some threes made. Like just the energy of the game was gonna be tremendous. Um, it wasn't gonna be a blowout. It's gonna be a good game. But we won't see that. What we will see is a decent game. I think the Raptors will win. It's early. The Pelicans are new, so they're gonna try to gel and try to figure some stuff out. The Raptors—they've actually been together for a while, so. You know, th- you know what time it is. Um, I think later on in the season that that result could change. I think the Pelicans actually have more potential, more talent overall than the Raptors do, but they do have the the more veteran team, the more leadership led team, so they have more playoff experience. Like I said, in a in a series. I'm going to go, damn, I want to be bold and pick the Pelicans. Especially if they they have Zion, yes. But, um, like I said, this game is going to be mediocre. I'm sorry, I hate to call it like that. It's going to be mediocre. Decent, decent. I'll watch it, but, you know, it is what it is. But it's leading into the game that everybody wants to watch. L.A. versus L.A. Like, the Lakers versus the Clippers. This is what a lot of people are projecting to be the NBA Finals. Um, I don't know if I want to go that far, but I definitely understand why you make that statement. The Lakers have tremendous like bigs, on, and they have good depth at that position. They can overpower you in that area, and a lot of teams don't have bigs to counter that. Um, you can't teach height. You can't. Sorry. So... With that being said, I can understand why the Lakers, which is my team, can go to the finals. Um, I actually do think the Clippers can go to the finals and have a higher chance because their team has been together longer than the Lakers have. Um, I don't typically like the the chances of a of a team like I, if you want to call this a super team, I don't like chance of a super team winning that first year. Uh, and to be honest with you, the Clippers have a tremendous squad, but it's a balanced team. Montrez Harrell is a energy guy who gets you double double. Lou Williams is a bucket. Like 
that's it. He's a, I, he's a playmaker, but he's a bucket. So, like, the, the pieces that they have, you don't really need to draw up a play. They don't need anything specific. So, you have Kawhi. You have PG. You can run the offense through them. Zubak, you 10 and 10, um, and, like, a block. Um, you, you have decent players. And I honestly think they're going to pick up other players throughout the season, to be honest with you. Like, I don't see this Clippers team being the same Clippers team that we're going to see in the playoffs. So... This game is going to be extremely exciting. We're going to see Kawhi versus LeBron in AD. No coups, no PG, no problem, though. I just want to see the game happen. Um, I honestly can see the Lakers winning this one. I can. Uh, Like I said, we have the size. The Clippers may be lacking in that department right now. Um... And then, of course, without PG, you know, you, you lose a lot of scoring potential and a lot of defensive ability as as well. So, I can see the, the Lakers winning this. It's early. It's not a big deal. Uh, I don't think it's really setting the tone. Um, you have three other games left, and it's at the same gym. So, I mean, it's not like it's a big deal. You'll be comfortable regardless. And PG will play in those other three more than likely because he's only going to play out, I think, like, it's either 10 games or 10 weeks. I'll clarify that next time. But either way, he'll be able to play So next time they see them. So it's, it's an 82-game season. He'll be back. It'll be a different game. And I'll be so excited to see it. Like, this is... Oh, my God. I'm so freaking excited. Like, this is... This is literally like a kid waking up to Christmas or coming back home after a very successful trip during trick-or-treating or like a guy having his first kiss with girls like it's just like it's that excitement of that first thing you know and it's like yeah we have seen the the NBA season before but it's a new season it's the duo era like we have not seen this before this is this is oh my god ladies if you will you will not be seeing your men for like a while because the season will be that good. It'll be that tremendous. It'll be constant talent on a nightly basis, potentially. So you can see good games every day. Yeah, there's going to be times where you're going to be like a little disappointed. Sorry. All right. Well, listen, I oh, thank y'all for listening. I appreciate it. Um, Sorry if I was a little overboard on the excitement today. Maybe not. I was probably just chilling, but I'm really excited about the game. I was going to lie and say games. <laughs> the game tonight. Damn, I wish Zion was playing. This shit would be smooth. But, yeah, uh, continue to subscribe, listen, follow the IG page, and uh, let me know what you guys think. All right. Thanks for the support. See you guys.